0: Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our liberty-loving losers? Welcome back to another mediocre episode of Good Morning Liberty, not Liberty at Night today. It's Good Morning Liberty this right morning. now, but in case you didn't know, we're on the radio, Liberty at Night with Nate and Chuck. Yeah. That's Tuesday nights on the Free Talk Live network. Check it out sometime.
1: I always forget about that. You yeah. know, we're not just lowly podcasters anymore. No. We, we broadcast terrestrial. We broadcast nationwide to like 160 radio stations. Your voice literally you know? tra- travels on these
0: microscopic
1: radio I waves. Don't even get me started across. on this. I know.
0: And somehow it is recepted by these antennas.
1: And it comes back and it sounds like what I sound like when it goes into the wires. Yeah. These are just wires. Yeah. Look Slightly, I mean, it doesn't sound Look. exactly like. They're just wires. It's mm-hmm. not a tunnel that my voice is echoing through or anything like that. How does that work? Yeah, yeah. well, ask We'll God. never know. <laughs> there's a, there's literally no way of knowing. You know, it's yeah. all a miracle. Everything's... What's up, everyone? This is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. Today is Wednesday, Charlie. Typically, Wednesdays are white pill, kind of, mm-hmm. sometimes. Not today. Not today. One look at the good news out there, and I said nay. It's, there is nothing good happening. I couldn't find anything. Unless you want to hear about like a fireman rescuing a cat from a tree or something like that, which is great. That is good stuff. For that cat. You Mm -hmm. know, I had to get my cat rescued from a tree one time. And uh, we were actually, we were in the Bahamas about to get married and our cat got stuck up in a tree. And we had to call a tree trimming service to climb up the tree and Saw off the branch that the cat was on, you know. Is bell, Bell Kitty? Bell. Yeah, Bell got stuck in a tree. Hmm. So, she's okay now. She carried in a live mouse last night. Ran upstairs in the bedroom and dropped it. It ran under the bed. It was a whole thing. Whole thing.
0: Wow. I went to the Preds game last night. Yeah, that's way different from my night. You had a cat and
1: mouse game. <laughs> I did. I did. It was crazy. Cats are... A literal cat and mouse game. Cats are nuts, okay? They're freaking terrorists. But... <laughs> I'm a I'm a cat guy. So whatever. Uh, that's not what we were going to talk about today. Yep. But we do know that people absolutely hate it when we tell personal stories. Mm. And so that's why we try to tell as many personal stories as possible. Because we also love it when you guys hate us doing different things. Yes. And so... I live for hate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? That's it's not of... live, laugh, love. It's live, laugh, hate. There you go. My that's house. Charlie's... Uh, Charlie's ethos for life. All right, let's get into some hate, actually. So what we are going to talk about, saw a few people talk about this. You saw Brad talking about one of the slides that we're about to look at, but there was a, a poll, and we've gone over this poll before. I'm we'll to talk about some of the Israel-Hamas stuff that was in the poll. The main thesis of today's conversation is WTF is going on, and especially with young people. Mm-hmm. Young people these days, if you're a young person listening right now, what is wrong with you? it's I don't know what's happening, okay, and it's not but doesn't you. every okay. older
0: generation say that about the younger generation just to just to play devil's advocate here? Mm-hmm. Isn't that always kind of the case? Don't, it is don't we look at boomers like you know, hey guys, you don't have it all figured out. We have a different way of doing things,
1: yeah, every generation typically does think the younger generation is crazy and so this and- time we're right.
0: Is that I, what you're trying to say?
1: Actually, I think probably every time they're right. I would just say that that's just a fact of life. You know, people get worse. <laughs> the, well,
0: not you mean like people. The older you get, this the more the, the wiser you become because you've lived mm-hmm. more life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and then so that then the newer people get
1: worse is what you're saying. Sure. If you think kids these days are doing great, Charlie, then that's fine. No, they're, they're, it's fine. It's not all bad. This is just one poll of like twenty one hundred people. Uh, talks about the election, talks about the economy, what people see as important, and then they started asking people about Israel and Hamas, and that's where things get really weird. Uh, so we'll we'll get to the weird part here in a minute. Just as a state, this right track, wrong wrong track thing is something that they talk about a lot. Um, as far as whether or not we're on the right or wrong track, 58% of the country says we're on the wrong track, which is actually down. Things are getting better. Mm. It's amazing what war can do for a population, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because it gives everyone like this other thing that's not your country to to think about. And you see how terrible it is elsewhere. And you're like, well, you know, we can rally around this a little bit. But no, the people thinking that we're on the right track popped up from 29% to 33% this month. So I guess we're doing something right. We talked about this last time. It is pretty crazy. Uh, the highest net favorability, I always find this interesting, on this survey uh, is RFK Jr., Benjamin Netanyahu, Nikki Haley, and Elon Musk (laughs) with the highest net favorability. Now they don't have the highest favorability. They have the net favorability. So they take the favorable and unfavorable. And then what's the distance between those two things? And so you see the highest one on here is RFK Jr. On this survey has 19% net favorability. Elon Musk is down there at eight. Nikki Haley is at 10. Benjamin Netanyahu is at 15. <laughs> why? You see why it's so beneficial for politicians to have a war? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, look at how popular George W. Bush was after, after 9-11. Yeah, It's like the most popular president we've had in a long time. I'm not saying that's only the reason. I'm sure they just love his policies and think he's a great person and all that. When you look at uh, Kamala Harris had a negative 3%, Joe Biden had a negative 4%. More on the net unfavorability or even, favorability. Even Donald
0: Trump had a three yeah. percent
1: net favor favorability. More so than Biden than Harris. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Clinton is minus five percent.
0: Okay. Mitch McConnell, negative 24%. Oh, Mitch. I guess they hate strokes.
1: God. <laughs> We're not to the point of feeling bad for the guy yet, yeah. I guess. Okay. Now what is important to people? And you might ask yourself, why is it that? Good Morning Liberty is always talking about the economy all the time and inflation and stuff like that. Because it has a real effect on your is, real life. Isn't that boring? And what you will see from polls like this is that price increases and inflation is still the number one thing on people's minds for the country. And uh, immigration is making up some some of the uh, gap there. Now at 27%, <laughs> they said immigration. And then you have economy and jobs, again, at number three. So... Th- The economy ranks number one and three, basically. Then you get the guns and drugs and terrorism and Israel and Hamas, and COVID is about to fall off of the list. So so that's pretty cool. I guess that's a white pill for White Pill Wednesday. Okay, let's talk about Joe Joseph R. Biden. The majority of Americans say that they have doubts about Biden's mental fitness. They don't know if he's quite mentally fit unless you're a democrat and it's so weird how you can be split on party lines with this like it whether or not you think an individual is mentally fit is determined by what political party you are a member of which is just really weird 73 it's all about your team it is 73% of democrats said that he is mentally fit and only 16% of republicans said that so that's pretty interesting. Now, when you look at independence here, when they ask if he's showing he's too old to be president, uh, Democrats said 38% said he's too old to be president. GOP said 94% um, too old to be president. Independence, another 73% of them said that Biden is too old to be president. So that's a pretty big number also. Biden might have some issues with the independence coming up in this. Le- There's a, an election, allegedly, that's coming up next year. And mm-hmm. allegedly... Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee. And so... And allegedly, he's still going to be alive. That's, that's what they say. Mm. That's the word on the street right now. Although almost two in three say that Biden should not run for a second term, and close to six in 10 say the same for Trump. Now, a person who doesn't think real good might think that six in 10 is bigger than two in three. But... It's not. Two and three is, is more than, mm. especially close to six and ten, considering the number is actually, uh, what is the thing for Donald Trump? Mm, what do we got? Man, I can't find the actual number right now. 54%. <clears throat> 54%. Yeah, it's right there, The big that big red one right doesn't there. doesn't even round up. Yeah, 60. it doesn't round up to six and ten. It,
0: you would round down. It's
1: like a little more than half would be a way that you could say that.
0: <laughs> but yeah.
1: they want to say close to six and ten. Uh, say the same for Trump. And yeah, sixty-three percent looks like for President Biden should not run. And yet these are still gonna be the two guys that are on the ballot for people to vote on. And it's so crazy that we have this we have this system where even though a, a wide majority of the country is like, Yeah, we don't want these guys. These aren't the guys. People we're trying to tell you that these are not the guys. And the and these guys still end up being on the ballot at the end of the day. It's wild mm-hmm. how that happens. But that's been the case. So it's almost like times. a big game and you're not in it. I know. I know. Big yeah. <laughs> uh let's see. Majorities of voters say they would consider voting for a moderate independent candidate in the event of a Biden Trump rematch.
0: Is that why RFK Jr. switched to Independent? independent
1: more than likely. Hmm. So fifty two percent of Democrats said they would consider an independent, forty seven percent of Republicans said they would consider it, and sixty five percent of independents say that they would consider an independent an independent.
0: And that's interesting. <laughs> Didn't expect that. Yeah. You're weird. saying the majority of independents would expect an independent. Yeah. I don't know. Is that math mathing?
1: I, I don't know if the is math that is... math racist? Oh, it's definitely racist. Because it's math. You don't even have to ask that. It's, yeah. You said the word math. So, that's yeah. It's hard to read these numbers because numbers are racist. That's no, not hard for you. Because <laughs> I'm white. Because you're white. Yeah. Trump wins in a three-way race that includes RFK Jr., He also wins in a four-way race that includes Cornell West, and according to this poll, he also wins in a two-way race right now. Maybe I end up being wrong about the fact that Trump has no chance of winning in the next election. Who ends up being right. We'll see if he's even, he could still be in jail at that time. Could probably still win it from jail. I think if he's in jail, he won't actually win it. He might even win by more points being I guess in there jail There is that. They could, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Man, cuz like I just for, I might vote for him. I know, him. just for if fun. If he was in jail, just, I probably would vote. I feel like just for fun I would I would think yeah. about it.
0: And and in fact next year I'm I'm highly considering Tiger
1: King. <laughs> He's not on the polls right now, but that's just because they're trying to keep the truth away from the people right exactly. now. They don't want to know who the real front runner right. is.
0: Cuz I think someone from Oklahoma
1: mm-hmm. should run the country. Yeah? Exactly.
0: The middle of the country should run the country.
1: What better person
0: Um, than Oklahoma? Oklahoma.
1: Let (laughs) me see here: Trump versus Biden versus RFK. Uh, We've got forty-two percent. What's his
0: name? I can't remember. What's Tiger King's name?
1: Oh, I don't remember.
0: What's his name?
1: Tiger King. Someone give us a. Someone give us his name. Help us out. King. King. Mister King. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Goes by Tiger. (laughs) Trump versus Biden. Tiger King versus RFK. Uh, You've got forty-two percent for Trump. 30. Oh
0: yeah, Joe Exotic. Oh, Sorry, how could I course. forget that? Of course. Joe Exotic.
1: Mr. Exotic. Yeah. King. 36% for Biden and 22% for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in this poll. Hmm. So that's, in a, that's with people who are leaning one direction or another. Um, for the people who don't know, the numbers change a bit, but it still comes out with Trump being 39%, Biden being 33 and RFK Jr. being 19 So that's... And it may, next year is going to be freaking nuts. Just going to say that. And I will say something that's not, doesn't sound great. I still think that there's no, I don't think there's a great option. I think no matter what, it it's really going to suck. Mm. It's going to suck pretty bad. Okay. Because if Biden wins, then Kamala Harris is going to end up being the president, you know, because, sorry, Joe, but um, not Joe Exotic, uh, yeah. Joe Biden, that mm. guy. Um, We need a different mm, Joe. If Trump wins, (laughs) I don't think it'll particularly be that great of a presidency. I think it'll be mostly a revenge spectacle and the left. If you thought the left was annoying for that four year span, four or five year span and going on into now, good God. So bad. It'll be never ending. We might have a better chance of winning later if we lose right now. And by we, I mean other people, not libertarians. Do you think there could
0: be an actual civil Mm -hmm. war if, if Trump wins again?
1: Um, actual civil, I don't, <clears throat> depends on how you would define civil war. You would, you know, like Tim, Tim Poole would say that we're in a civil war right now. We just have little battles every now and then. But well, I'm I am not think saying, we're like, going to be lining up toe to toe or anything. What if
0: we magnify the BLM protests? Like what if we 10
1: X that? I think there could be several altercations, yeah. riots, protests, and counter protesters or whatever they want to call them. I mean, you see that kind of thing happening right now with like the pro-Palestine protesters. Do you, you know?
0: want to run for president?
1: No. Me and you? We can no. do it? No, I'm not. Why I'm not? i not going to do that. Mm-mm. I like my skeletons in the closet.
0: Well, we'll make sure they won't come no, they're out. They're
1: very deeply closeted skeletons. Yeah. So they're gay <laughs> is what you're saying. No. No. Well, they're not gay. They're deeply closeted.
0: Okay. <laughs> Skeletons.
1: Yes. Um, Once again, like I said, Trump wins in a race among Biden, RFK, and Cornel West. Uh, Once again, Cornel West only taken like 3% of that vote. Uh, It looks like who's he taking that away from in quotes here? Uh, Okay. I'm sorry. Who's Cornel West? Great question. He is a hard leftist. So, like, he would be never heard of her. You probably, if you saw a picture of him, you would probably recognize him. Uh, just say, "Very, he's very strong in the leftist ex- category." Uh, but I I'm can't sorry, give I'm you still his-
0: stuck on the fact that we we should explore a ticket.
1: Us? Yeah. And it, should we form an exploratory committee?
0: Yeah, I mean we're we're both now of age. Mm-hmm. We could run. We could. Why not throw our names in the
1: hat? Um, we could, and it would probably help the podcast. You know, let's just let's run them. Let's run you know, the
0: libertarian nomination.
1: Why not? Both of us.
0: Well, <laughs> they one had to be selected like, as that's a VP. The
1: ticket. Like we run as a group. We're like step brothers, like going into the job interview together. Like it's <laughs> wait, hang on though. Doesn't
0: the Libertarian Party select their VP differently? Like you don't if you win the, the nomination, you don't get to select your own VP. I think they no. have to vote.
1: No, it's a, it's no. That's right. done at the convention.
0: So one so, of us could be the. <clears throat> the presidential candidate and one of us could be the vice presidential candidate. Well,
1: if we got like first and second oh, place or however would, that works out. Do you think we would lose? I don't know how to nominate. Do they nominate separately for the two or is it like first and second place? Someone who's a libertarian, let me know. <laughs> Sorry, I have no clue. You're a libertarian. Oh, yeah. Do you know? I think it's first and second place. Is that how it goes? Mm-hmm. I no clue. Mm-hmm. Don't quote us on that. We're bad libertarians. Do Let's you recognize do this guy? Do you,
0: you can, do you think you can get on a tour bus and campaign? We're used to that. Sure, sure. We're used to touring you, around the country. Do you think
1: that we could afford a tour bus? I'm, I'm sure we'll have plenty of donations. That's true. You know? Yeah. We can make a lot of money off of this gig, actually. Living well, on tour bus about for making, a while. It's not about making money. No, I mean, you're on to something. This is about... <laughs> this is about... <laughs> we could do podcasts every day of the week from the road.
0: This is about getting 2% of the national vote.
1: Yeah. You know, to disrupt. to dis- To take votes away from people. Yeah. Mm. To be a real clear choice. Are you saying that you don't support the other libertarian presidential candidates right now? We are, don't know who are they, they are. Missing something? Oh, there's candidates. Oh, they're out there. Hmm. So, um, this is Cornell West. You ever seen him before? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's uh, where is where is a uh, Chink ranking right now? <laughs> probably not how you pronounce his name, <laughs> and and probably not ranking very well. Oh, I thought not how you said it. I didn't see him. What is it? Chank? I think it's, it's well for fun. I call him jank, but I I have no clue. Oh, even though people chunk yogurt is what Dan calls him. (laughs) I think that's a good one. Chunk yogurt. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Okay. That's how you say his name is. He might be leading in Turkey then is what you're saying. Probably. (laughs) Okay. Now let's get on to Israel Hamas where stuff gets really weird for a second. And this kind of, Nate just doesn't want to talk mm, about running for president. I'm not running. No.
0: Not going to do what it. What if I talked you into it?
1: You'd have to try really hard. Do I get to be president? You get to be vice president? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Really, Nothing wrong with silver. Huh. You know? Okay. Oh, well, I'll think about it. Why not? I've always wanted to work from, the, from an Oval Office. This one's very rectangular. I know. Do you think they let us set up the roadcaster and the microphone at, like, at the desk? Sure as hell would. Okay. Yeah, well, you'd be the president. <clears throat> sure. That's like being the king. Mm-hmm. You know? Would it be cool to have a president that had a podcast too? Yeah, <laughs> be kind of cool. That's why one of the libertarian candidates would be really cool because they'd probably keep their podcast going. Exactly. Would still, yeah, it'd still be like the number one hundred podcast in the nation.
0: I mean, you're sir <laughs> You're serving your country. There's no reason you can't mm-hmm. keep your
1: day job. Mm-hmm. No? That's true, right? <laughs> yeah, should be a service. It'd be really funny actually if you kept your day job too. You know? Yeah. I think it would be cool to see you know real man of the people uh, out Mr. there, Mr. President.
0: Can you meet with the president of China at 1 p.m.? Nope, got a call. I got a call. I got a call at that and time. And my
1: kids coming home early today, so I got to be there when the bus gets I there. Got to be there Sorry. for the bus. So yeah,
0: <laughs> nope. Reschedule that.
1: I think that would be like the most popular president that we ever had. <laughs> a large majority of voters side with Israel in the in the conflict. I and mean, I mean,
0: do you think the the Fed haters club would? Will get behind us. They'll, they'll probably make phone calls for us. I think us. there's a good, por- a good portion of them that yeah. would get behind us. Yeah. Mm. Some of them. Maybe, maybe Costco will, will develop the exploratory committee for us <laughs> and put some feelers out there. Huh? Let's put some numbers together. Let's crunch the digits. I can open up an
1: Excel spreadsheet or something let's, if you want me to. Let's put crunch the
0: racist numbers. Okay. And see if people would vote for an Asian mm. and a white person. And a whitey. Yeah. Okay. We'll try it out. It seems like a pretty diverse ticket to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Very
0: diverse. <laughs> yeah. We're, except we're both kind of tall. Um, I'm really tall, and then you're pretty tall. Yeah. But just not as so tall. So too tall of a ticket, you think? <laughs> we could have Rand Paul join our cabinet. I know. You and know? then he would bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> our height. Not the cabinet. He wouldn't bring the cabinet down. He no. Would.
1: The height level. Oh, he's probably right? not heavy enough to bring a cabinet down. I would say <laughs> <laughs> just climb right up that thing. It's too small. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. A large majority of voters side with Israel in the Wait, conflict. Hang on. And, hang oh my let, god. Let's finish this
0: really quick. Cause Costco just said, I want a cabinet position. You guys have my vote. Delete that. Oh, yeah. You can't, we can't say be, something. We like can't like
1: be promising stuff like that. You can't say, no. I
0: want a cabinet position. You guys have my vote. No, you if can't. you're
1: going to ask for a cabinet position, <laughs> it needs to come in the proper form of a large donation. <laughs> okay. Let's do this proper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, also, but make sure
0: you funnel it through a well, super
1: PAC. And you put what cabinet position you want on the memo line of the check, just so we're clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know. You don't want to get confused with other people's checks. Yeah. So. Tom right. said
0: he's he's already stuffing mail-in ballots for us right now. Good. Yeah, yeah we, we probably a, need to start. Get a right. ballot What's stuffing today? committee together. It's October 25th. hmm Yeah, I mean, we need about a whole year, November next year. Uh, now's the time. hmm You
1: guys get your mail-in ballots ready. Problem is, you know, we won't be able to be on the ballot, be a lot of write-ins, and my last name gets misspelled pretty often. Mm-hmm. So that's an issue, you know. A lot of people probably say Nate Thirsty for, yeah. for Liberty. And they'll They'll spell it. They'll spell it real dumb. So we might have to put your name at the top so they put Thompson on there because that's more common Mm. or commoner name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's a
0: (laughs) a lot of Charlie Thompsons out there.
1: Okay, we actually do have a few things I want to run through. Well, like running for president. Yes, that is a big one.
0: That's one thing you want to run. Put a pin
1: in that. (laughs) Just in case no one knows what's going on right now, Charlie's seeing how far he can push me to my limit, my OCD limit right now. Not yeah, but going I'm, I'm also
0: seriously <laughs> considering putting us on okay. a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm not joking. I know. You think I'm laughing. It's no joke. It's no joke. Yeah. No joke. Man.
1: Come look, on, man. Look fat. Yeah. All right. Vote. Here's the concerning chart. It'd be cool. It would be. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It would be. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We've all been there before. I know I'm there all the time where I'm trying to go to sleep. And then all of a sudden, my brain just keeps racing. My thoughts just keep racing. And it turns out like two hours later, I'm just sitting there thinking about stuff that I shouldn't even be worried about. Maybe it's time to work out and you, you're excited, but then all those negative thoughts creep in. You know, You know what you should do. You know what's good for you, but you just can't do it. Well, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back so you can work for yourself instead of against yourself. Now, I've done therapy before in the past, It was very instrumental in my life and who I am today. Charlie has used BetterHelp also in the past. He loved it. Very easy, very simple, and very helpful as well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com com slash gml today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com help, slash gml. Voters say the killing of 1,200 civilians is not justified. And then there's a typo in here, which makes this confusing. The killing of 1,200 civilians is not justified by the grievances of Palestinians and the attacks on Jews are genocidal. It reads as, the killing of 1,200 civilians is not justified, but the, grieving, the grievances of Palestinians and the attacks on Jews are genocidal. That reads like the grievances of Palestinians and the attacks are genocidal when you read that. That's not how they worded the question, though, just so you know. So let's look at this question. Do you think the Hamas killing of 1,200 Israeli civilians on, on Israel can be justified by the grievances of Palestinians, or is it not justified? Overall, 76% of people said it was not justified, which is weird on its face that 24% of people said that it was justified. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at the younger age groups, it starts to be a little bit concerning for the future. And I'm not just saying because we care a bunch about Israel, you know, because I care most about America. It
0: bothers me about I, I the, just care most about Humans being
1: free. Yeah. Like having liberty. It bothers no me No matter most, where they're at in the world. Like the, the uh, Gen-, Gen Z people that are coming up right now, I worry about the moral compass. That's the problem. That's the thing that I'm most worried about. Mm-hmm. And um, for 18 to 24, 51% of people said that it is justified by the grievances of Palestinians. 48% of 25 to 34 and got to 35 percent Yeah, you're not in that bracket. Mm-mm. You're in the, the next bracket is 39%. And That's... then it goes down as you get older. Hmm. So 51% for 18 to 24 says that it's justified. The next weird thing is that do you think the attacks were genocidal? And that same group of people, 18 to 24, 62% of them said that it was genocidal. And so of the same group of people over half of them said that it was justified and 62% of them said that it was genocidal meaning So they're okay with that they think justified genocide. They think that the genocide was justified. Mm. That's a little scary just a little bit like that you would actually classify something as genocide and also say that it was justifiable. That's that's a concerning number to mm. me. It's a little bit concerning. Okay. Maybe we have more psychopaths than we thought. Yeah. Yeah. If you get mad enough, it's not. It's I, okay to chop someone I up. I think it's the opposite of psychopaths. I think they have too much emotions about things and they don't know where to put them. They don't, they don't know what to do. They're just mm. blowing with the wind, you know? And all they care about is a, this is kind of a continuation of yesterday's discussion. They care about the victims. They care about the victimhood hierarchy, you know, oppressors and oppressees mm. in this case. And, and as, in this case, they see the Palestinians as the victim class. And so therefore anything that is done to the oppressors is justifiable.
0: And now this, this now coincides with all of the language and rhetoric that you see around this whole victim mentality, mm-hmm. right? This is why we talk about all of these things uh, and because you'll see a pattern of how they come together in conjunction to produce results like this. Right? So when you, when you have all these conversations about oppressor versus oppressee or victimizer versus victim, and you create this narrative now you can see it play out. And then, like you saw in the BLM protest, you know, black people were justified to burn down buildings and steal uh, from people because of all of the, because they're all victims, because they're all victims. Mm-hmm. You know? And then Hamas is justified in his genocide because they think that it was genocidal Mm -hmm. and they're justified in that because all the Palestinians are victims.
1: Now to be clear, you don't know that the exact same people answered the exact same way. You know, you're kind of mixed. You're just talking about a group of people here in an age range and looking at the results from that age range. So you don't know that You know that some of the same people answered that it was justified and that it was genocidal. You don't know that every person that answered that it was justified also answered that it was genocidal. But there is a uh, kind of combination of the two where a good portion of them did. Here's
0: the other thing, though. Did they understand the questions?
1: I don't (laughs) Maybe not, because reading is racist, too. Well. You know, we don't want to do that anymore. And they're
0: 18 to 24, you know, like... They're used to reading Twitter. This is one. Or actually, they don't even really text each other anymore. These, no. These kids, they, they, they communicate literally by Snapchat. Yeah. It's I was like, thinking
1: this morning about how I don't have a Snapchat. We don't have a Snapchat. I'm Right. I don't even know how to use the thing. Mm-hmm. It was too confusing back when it came out to me. Right. I didn't get it. And I
0: see kids. My sister does this because she's in that age. Grade. I wonder how she answered this. <laughs> but she talks to all of her friends. They don't even really say anything. Like yeah. they may put a few words, but it's all, it's usually just facial expressions. Mm-hmm. You know, if you send someone a picture like this, like, yeah, it's like, hey, what are you up to tonight? Basically, and somebody <laughs> will either like send a sad face back. It's or, like emoji code. It's like, a, yeah, like, but with your human face.
1: It's oh, how your they, actual face. Yeah, it's it's how not they emojis. Speak. It's no. like a picture of your
0: face. Yeah. yeah they send pictures of them. God. I saw the girl in front of me last night at the Preds game. Uh, As soon as her boyfriend went to the bathroom, she opened up Snapchat and was Snapchatting back all these dudes. (laughs) I'm not joking. I almost said something to her boyfriend because she didn't pull Snapchat up again, but it was right in front of me. The guy went up, went to the bathroom, and she opens up Snapchat, and then all of a sudden she would open up a, a Snapchat from a guy just like... It was the dude's face. Just either he was laying down
1: or he was sitting up. Whatever. You know, if you would have recorded that, that could have been a viral video because oh, you, you see videos yeah. like that that go viral pretty often. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok. Find get, this, is find she this in, this in any of the pictures boy. that you took last night? No, she was. Because I was, was thinking like we should blast sitting, her face out there. Or sit in front. See if we can get to her boyfriend and let him know.
0: I almost said something because she. <clears> it seemed like now that could have been innocent. I don't know. It didn't seem that way because she only pulled it up when he was gone. Yeah. You know, and then she would she would take pictures back like, look, oh, at a Preds game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and send that snap right off. And um, I thought, I did think what Costco thought, she belongs to the streets, and I feel like guys should have other guys' backs, and I should have been like, hey, it, this might not be a thing, but you should know mm. that this girl who's cuddling up next to you when you're at this Preds game just so happens to be Snapchatting like 12 dudes. Mm. at the same time he's probably just, and maybe
1: you're okay with that he's probably just one of the dudes yeah you know all right let's roll we do have an article i really want to talk about real quick here's another weird one
0: i say all that to say maybe they don't understand the question
1: oh i think that's <laughs> i think that's very true they should very have asked possible. this
0: in snapchat form
1: <laughs> over two in three voters believe the hospital explosion was caused by a terrorist rocket and that original claims to the contrary were Hamas propaganda. Now, this is one I'm really, really confused by. When you look at the same age group again, 18 to 24 year olds, um, do you believe that this was caused by a terrorist rocket or an Israeli airstrike? 18 to 24 year olds, 61% of them said that it was caused by an Israeli airstrike. On the flip side of this, they asked you if you think the original declarations by Hamas that Israel bombed the hospital were true or Hamas propaganda. 58% of that same group said that the story that Israel, that Israel bombed the hospital is Hamas propaganda. But they're choosing to believe. <laughs> but they still choose to believe that it was Israel that bombed the hospital. They literally said that it was Israel who bombed the hospital But they think the story of Israel bombing the hospital is Hamas propaganda. Mm. The same group of people.
0: So my earlier conclusion probably applies. They don't understand. They don't even know what propaganda means. Well,
1: there was a a gift that just came through, um, and it's very true. It's I want it to be true. And that is actually the answer. Mm. Their answer is that they want it to be Israel who bombed the hospital. And it doesn't matter even if it is Hamas propaganda or they... They think that what Hamas said was true. It doesn't matter. Their bias is against Israel. And so they're going to choose to believe that it was Israel who did it. And even if they think that Hamas was spewing propaganda, mm. I don't get how you can say that it was propaganda. Uh, 40, only 42% think that what Hamas was saying was true. But 61% of them say that it was Israel who bombed it. Mm. Like those are literally opposing ideas. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how do you do that? Yep logical in- inconsistency. Yeah. That's how you do it. It's just emotions. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the way that you do it. Here's another weird one. Most voters think, the how news- does this
0: question <clears throat> make me feel?
1: Yeah. Most voters think the news media should have waited to publish the hospital bombing story. 73% of people said that they should have waited, but only 46%, um, 40 or 54% of the 18 to 24 range think that they should have waited. 46% of that group said that they should have just published the early claims. All right, of this group, 40, almost half of them said that they should have published the early claims. Here's another thing that's interesting to combine this with. Um, seven in 10 voters think that members of Congress who blame Israel for the hospital attack, should be censured for spreading false information. And of the same group who almost half of them said that they should have gone ahead and published that original batch of information from Hamas. Almost half of them. Almost 60 percent of those same people. Think that members of Congress who blamed Israel should be censured, which is members of Congress spewing the exact same Hamas propaganda that half of them were okay with the news media putting out there in the first place. Well,
0: if you're in Congress, you've got more responsibility. I guess so.
1: I guess so. So we can't censor you. (laughs) It's just the the math doesn't math in this. Like Mm -hmm. this, and this is a really good representation in numbers and in poll forms.
0: Kids from like, are they going to Harvard or is this just a Harvard? No,
1: it's just a Harvard poll. Cap's Harris no, poll, not a poll okay. of Harvard students. This is a Harvard conducted poll nationwide. Gotcha. So, okay, real quick, very fast. Um, looking at this uh, genocide justified thing, it got me thinking about how. Remember when uh, there were these polls coming out saying that a lot, uh, a lot of Republicans think that violence is the answer in some of these situations and that political violence is something that you can resort to, you know? And so I, I wanted to go look up some of those stories. So I went to look up some of the stories and they had nearly one in four Americans believe political violence is justified. Uh, one in three Republicans say violence may be necessary to save us uh, scary survey. Four in 10 Republicans say political violence may be necessary. And so I found these articles. What was super interesting was this poll had triggered that thought on my mind of like, wow, the left is kind of violent. You know, they believe in political violence. Clearly mm-hmm. they do. You look at protests around the country, you see the political violence popping up all over. We Mostly ci- peaceful. Cities, cities burning peacefully. Mostly peaceful, but mm-hmm. yeah, there, you know, some violence. And it just so happened to be that this study has been updated with new results today to post out the news headline that, a, that political violence is gaining the mainstream foothold and that even more... Republicans are seeing political violence as being the answer today, like a few days after this poll comes out saying that Gen Z is cool with genocide when it's justifiable. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now we're flipping the conversation and you also see these videos of the protests, people getting beaten up at protests, you know, people in cars getting swarmed, just like we saw there in BLM and all that with these pro Palestine protests. And you see once again, crazy leftist violence uh, around the country And now we're back onto this startling new poll, is finding that violence is gaining the mainstream foothold. And I know what you're thinking. Well, they must be talking about people on the left. No, this article centers on how many Republicans think it's okay to use political violence. (laughs) And we don't have time to actually uh, read through this, but it all talks about January 6th the whole time and how you can just see, well, January 6th, this is what happens. What do we see all the other times though? Like all the political violence you see.
0: Even though there's a current occupation, of a capital building by a Palestinian protest. Well, not current. I don't think they're in there well, right now. But it was. They were. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that wasn't violent. You know, that, that's just a protest. Because well, they didn't have any flagpoles. Mm. Or fire extinguishers. Mm. They got those locked up now. Or trying to keep them away from Jamal Bone. Or vi-
0: Viking horns. hmm And so, nobody pooped on anybody's desk. That's
1: the, the worst atrocity. Yeah. That there was. Talk to Deborah. So full one-third of Republicans say that violence may be the answer. That's ahead of the 22% of independents and 13% of Democrats who agree. So then you get this news story about how Trump's big lie and January 6th and the stolen election and how Republicans think that violence might be the answer. All the while, we see literal videos going around the country of leftists committing political violence, like, on a daily basis. This is gaslighting. All the time. Mm-hmm. But... Projection. But look over here. You should worry because January 6th happened. You haven't had any other political violence happen like since then or before then, really. And you should be worried right now because Republicans think that violence could be the answer. Don't pay attention to the Democrats or leftists that are literally committing violent acts every single day that you Mm -hmm. see floating around on the internet.
0: Well, it's because the Republicans did one big one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it was against a, a cathedral. Of democracy, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's way worse than someone's taco stand or whatever. Yeah. Or a Nike
0: store because Nike has billions of
1: dollars. So we don't have time to go through uh, these things, but I pulled up a couple of recent videos just from the pro-Palestine protest. There was a pretty ridiculous example of an elderly man having his car surrounded to where he couldn't move. He tried to get out. Was getting mobbed by people. He got back in his car and drove off. Maybe hit some people with his car or something like that. And the pro, the Palestinian protester or pro-Palestine protesters were coming out saying that this was a man who came out. They even made claims that there were shots fired by this guy at one point in time. That he was just running over peaceful protesters and pull, you know, grabbing the victim card and as that was quickly his as whole they goal. could. Yeah. It turns out you got videos just the old dude who looked confused as hell and scared. And didn't know what to do, and so he leaves the uh, the protest, and then you get this TPUSA guy who just got the crap beat out of him as he was escorting an elderly Jewish person away from a uh, pro-Israel rally, and gets attacked by pro-Palestinian people and gets the crap beat out of him but as it's the he's Republicans. helping this. Yeah, and then and the news story is that a growing number of Republicans think that it's okay to. Uh, commit violence for political purposes and that's the story
0: god they're good at this i
1: know they're so good at it. they're good at Mm -hmm. they're just good at this i think it just comes naturally to them i don't even think then you get poll numbers like
0: we see mm -hmm. from these young kids that are consuming this information and wanting to believe that it's true
1: yeah they just want to believe it's true they've already made up their mind doesn't matter what happens Mm -hmm. you know
0: isn't that isn't that something
1: All right, man. Let's go.
0: Anyway, the uh, the point of this entire show is to let you know that Nate is going to be running for (laughs) president, and we're exploring that. Yeah. So we need your hair (laughs) on TV. I bring the hair to the ticket, and and you know that it brings a calming sense to Mm -hmm. the American people. Yeah. God bless America. God bless you. (laughs) Thurston, twenty. I'm not going to do it. Thurston2024. it would
1: be thirsting for Liberty. You know?
0: I really do got to go. So you know the spiel. Don't do anything. Unsubscribe.
1: It should be pretty easy, actually.
0: Don't share. Don't sign up at joingml.com. Don't go to godhatesfeds.com. And don't do anything.
1: If, especially if you found this information important and you think it's good for other people to hear. Do not do anything like sharing it to others or anything like that. Exactly. You wouldn't want this to somehow escape... Uh, our little and if libertarian you bubble, somehow you know. are
0: unfortunately subscribed, please unsubscribe, <laughs> so you never hear another thing from us ever again. That's what I would do. All right, and if you guys, um, if you guys don't do anything like I asked you not to, then we might be back again tomorrow. Who knows? Until then, I hope you guys have a terrible day, <laughs> and I hope liberty dies. And a bad morning, liberty. Good, yeah, good morning, liberty.